0: You're listening to Table Chat. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin.
1: We're full-time dietitians and part-time pizza slash taco enthusiasts.
0: This is our show, where we talk food, nutrition, and whatever else we feel like. So come sit around our table and chat.
1: Because the more you know, the more you can eat. Hey. Hey. (laughs) It is unbelievably past our lunchtime. Erin and I are actually getting really (laughs) hangry. You want to
0: tell them what happened? Yeah, well, it's just Garage Band on, you know, just getting to this podcast to
1: record. Yeah, there were just all these technical difficulties that if we've had before, it was easily yeah. fixed.
0: But today, no.
1: In fact, I hope right now it's recording our voices. Together. I really, I really hope. And if not, maybe we'll catch you next time on a different episode. <laughs> but let's let's hope it's working because today we are talking about what two dietitians eat in a day specifically, Erin and me. We are going to take you through a typical day from breakfast through the occasional midnight snack, as well as real talk about what normal eating looks like, how to cultivate self-compassion for the mistakes you might make in eating, and our top tips for making sure your daily nutrition is a priority and saves you time. But first, because we are super cranky, let's eat. (laughs)
0: All right, so recently we asked our listeners on Facebook and Instagram about what topics they would like us to discuss this year, 2017. Um, There's still time to send in your requests. Seriously, just email us, direct message us, comment, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, my friend Tabitha, she wrote to us and she said she was requesting some office-friendly lunches that are not salad Oh. because <laughs> salad's boring. Let's just face it
1: <laughs> again, right in that cranky wave right now.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I set out to think of, okay, what would Tabitha like? And then what also would our listeners like uh-huh. and myself and hopefully us, um, And so knowing her, she actually keeps a gluten-free household for a variety of health conditions. Um, So I wanted to give her something she could make, but it doesn't scream, I'm Mm gluten-free, you know? Um, So first things first, when I'm thinking of, like, a portable lunch to bring to an office, I try to plan for a few things. Do I have to refrigerate it or not? Um, Hopefully minimal containers, like Mm -hmm. one to two Mm -hmm. containers. Um, Flavorful for sure. And hopefully, like... Can I make it like in a large amount so that it makes a few meals throughout Mm -hmm. the week? So I decided
1: quiche.
0: Ooh. Feeling very 1980s right now. Cool. Quiche. Okay. So this is actually a crustless quiche, um, which just means that there's no like pie crust on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one has a lot of veggies. There's, and it makes about like four to five servings is what the recipe said. Um, I got it off the kitchen website. Um, And this is kind of like a... I'm kind of all about this, like, choose your own adventure style meal because, like, you can add in any type of vegetables you want.
1: Okay.
0: In here is half of a small tomato, um, some spinach, red pepper, and a zucchini, all diced up really fine, um, but you can really use whatever you have on hand. And then instead of the pie crust, I browned some onions, and those are on the bottom
1: of the dish. Well, when you were making the onions, I assumed they were just going into the quiche.
0: Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, little treat.
1: little surprise. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, you just put the onions on the bottom, and then you throw the vegetables on top. You don't even have to cook them. And then you make, like, this egg custard-style, you know, mixture. Mm -hmm. And then you pour it on top, and then you bake it, and that's it
1: easy peasy easy lemon squeezy so
0: let's see what it tastes like
1: yes please Um, (laughs) like i if people can't hear my stomach growling you should see
0: her face she's like i'm dying (laughs) and i'm like wildly flinging this knife i know all right rachel what size would you like
1: like um the big gulp size please
0: Like in parks and rec when they're like,
1: This is a small size. This is a toddler size because if yeah. you liquefied a toddler, it would fit inside this cup. Yes. Whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> She's like Oh my gosh. Ooh. Here you go.
0: And you give me the piece of fell apart.
1: Here you go. Cool. Okay. Um I'm eyeballing some hot sauce that we brought into the room. Yes. Can I go grab that? Feel free to grab okay. some. I too loud i'm so sorry i'm tripping over cords
0: <laughs> yeah because actually when i made this first thing i thought of was i hope that there's like enough seasonings because really there's just salt and pepper mm. um so yeah feel free to add and there's cheese i forgot about that
1: too cheese and it does look very custardy like you said mm-hmm. here's your chalula. oh thank you and i want pepper Oh why am I being picky right now? Oh just my gosh, like... I look at the pepper. I think I accidentally did the poor side, not the sip side. God damn it. Okay, whatever. I'm just so hungry. Ready? Go. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: That's really good. Oh <laughs> You should see Rachel's face right now. I wish we had video. This is just hilarious.
1: I feel so much better already. Wow. So this first is Im- good.
0: First impression you like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. hmm mm-hmm. I like it too. It's very light. Like it's like very fluffy.
1: Mm-hmm. Seriously? My mood has improved.
0: Mm-hmm. Greatly.
1: Oh. We'll talk about later about how you should not be like me <laughs> and not plan your meals. <laughs> otherwise you're starving.
0: Exactly. So this is really, there's crunchy stuff, there's smooth egg, mm-hmm. there's the vegetables, and then we put the hot sauce on it, so I feel like that adds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah.
1: Ooh, if you peek the bottom, the onions on mm-hmm. the bottom. hmm Cool. Oh, I needed this. You really did. Is it weird if I eat the whole rest of the quiche?
0: Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Move. Make- Four to five slash one to two.
1: <laughs> oh yum! This is honestly the best quiche I've ever had. I think I prefer a quiche without a crust. Oh yay!
0: You know, and do you know the difference between a quiche and a frittata, by chance?
1: A frittata is like an omelet.
0: Yeah, you got it. Okay. Mhm.
1: Was that the right answer?
0: I actually didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah, like a quiche, a quiche is like custard. So usually there's like a milk Ugh. in here because there is milk in here. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, feel free to substitute. I'm sure you could probably do something different, but mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're in such a weird mood. We are. Uh.
0: This is really, really good. I think I'm going to make this again. But, yeah, you could, you could chop this up. Into you know different servings, put it in a container.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: could eat it cold, or you could pop it in the microwave.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely would be a dish you'd need like a cooler pack in mm-hmm. your lunchbox, or you'd need you would. a refrigerator. But you would. Those are the kinds of lunches I like. Mm-hmm. They have like some different temperatures to them. Wowzer! Oh man,
0: it was really good. I like those onions a lot. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to breathe and be mindful here, but I was just too hungry. I'm just shoveling. I'm yeah. trying not to though, but really tasty. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I've got lunch for the week. Actually, I know. No,
1: that if I don't eat all of it right now, I know. Was it pretty easy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where I'm choking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're like talking while our mouths fall. <laughs> We're
0: like, was it? Was it easy? This
1: spills down her face. Oh, I like the zucchini. Which usually I don't put zucchini in things because I have like a sometimes a weird textural thing with zucchini. Yeah, but this is good.
0: Cool. I'm glad I could uh, make it better. I'm actually the same way with zucchini. But if it's chopped up really small,
1: it's mm. better. All right, so... Uh, this is not a sad desk lunch. That's a hashtag, right?
0: It is. It is a hash. I forgot to talk about
1: that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, in our fit of, like, exactly. ravenous hunger.
0: So, yeah, hashtag not sad desk lunch is actually made by Food52. Uh-huh. And there, it's really funny. If you actually search not sad desk lunch on their site, mm-hmm. they have, like, a huge wealth of resources of, like... Recipes, tips for making your lunch better, like, you know, showing other people's lunches. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really, really not sad.
1: Not sad. And I think that this, like, totally counts as not a sad lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, Delicious. So, rating? I give it a five. Same. Not just because I was so hungry, but... It's really fluffy and good. Yeah. Agreed. Before we get into a typical day of eating in our lives, I thought, Erin, we could touch again on what normal eating means, as well as our personal food philosophies just a little bit and how that impacts the way we choose to currently eat.
0: Totally. I think that's a great idea. We have shared our personal food philosophies in our very first episode, our episode on intuitive eating, and randomly sprinkled throughout a lot of other episodes. Yes. Um, and we actually shared a great definition for normal eating. We think it's worth mentioning again, though.
1: Yes, we do. So the definition we love comes from Ellen Sader. She's a fellow registered dietitian. She's also a family therapist, and she's an expert on eating and feeding. She says... Normal eating is going to the table hungry and eating until you are satisfied. It is being able to choose food you like and eat it and truly get enough of it, not just stop eating because you think you should. Normal eating is being able to give some thought to your food selections so you can get nutritious food, but not being so wary and restrictive that you miss out on enjoyable food. Normal eating is giving yourself permission to eat, sometimes because you are happy, sad, or bored or just because it feels good. Normal eating is mostly three meals a day, or four, or five, or it can be choosing to munch along the way. It is leaving some cookies on the plate because you know you can have some again tomorrow, or it is eating more now because they taste so wonderful. Normal eating is overeating at times, feeling stuffed and uncomfortable, and it can be undereating at times and wishing you had more. Normal eating is trusting your body to make up for its mistakes in eating. Normal eating takes up some of your time and attention, but keeps its place as only one important area of your life. In short, normal eating is flexible. It varies in response to your hunger, your schedule, your proximity to food, and your feelings. End quote. (laughs) This is
0: really great. I love it every time you share it. Thanks. Yeah. I especially love the giving permission aspect because I feel like so often if you're in like the thick of a disorder or maybe you're just exploring yourself, mm-hmm. it can kind of feel like you don't have a say sometimes okay. in your own eating um, or there's someone else controlling it. So mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's definitely had an impact, not just on the way I eat, but the way I feel about the way I eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, It's definitely shaped my food philosophy. Really, this is my food philosophy. I think we could both agree to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think too, normal eating, sometimes it means you've forgotten to eat for several hours and then you sit down to record a podcast and you're a little bit cranky (laughs) and realize I'm actually really hungry right now. (laughs) Am I right? Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which all of this brings us to what we eat during the day. Mm-hmm. So should we start with breakfast? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. What What do you usually, Aaron, have for breakfast?
0: All right. So what I normally have actually varies a lot. Lately in the morning, I haven't had much of an appetite, which is kind of weird, but I do prefer sweet foods. So mm. I love I typically have blueberries like almost every single morning. They're like my favorite fruit Um, with some like Greek yogurt and I like chia seeds and flax seeds because they have like good texture. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I'll have like a hard boiled egg or um, or and I pair that with like a homemade muffin Mm because typically we always have like, you know, I don't know, high fiber muffins that I'll make myself in the Mm -hmm. freezer. Mm
1: -hmm. So yeah, that's me breakfast. Cool. Mm -hmm. What about you? So I'm the savory girl. on this this team. For sure. Through and through. Usually I'll do like one to two eggs scrambled with like mushrooms and spinach or I'll do a hard boiled egg and sometimes I'll do like a breakfast salad. Right. Um, Recently I did like a shredded cabbage salad with a hard boiled egg and I made like this homemade Thai Asian peanut dressing. Yum. That's what I want to eat in the mornings. Yeah. It's like basically lunch. That's what you <laughs> crave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny too, because I totally relate to having a lower appetite in the morning, okay. but breakfast is really important to try and get in within like an hour of waking mm-hmm. up to get everything moving and grooving right. in your body.
0: Get you into a routine.
1: Definitely. So then we've got lunch. Erin, what do you do for lunch?
0: Uh, okay. For lunch. I actually have leftovers from dinner. So I'm a big leftovers proponent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Usually I have like, it was like a taco chicken that we made or like a taco salad. Um, Maybe throw a burger on top of some greens with like avocado um, and like carrots and celery and a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe if I have some leftover like brown rice or pasta, um, I'll put that on top or quinoa. Mm -hmm. It's really like, I just call them, like, messy bowls. They're mm-hmm. just filled with lots of stuff, and it's totally what satisfies me. Because mm-hmm. lunchtime, I'm definitely craving savory all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes I'll just have soup, because we talked about our love for soup. Yeah. <laughs> that could be, like, I don't know, the, our next food group or
1: something. <laughs> it's just soups. Yeah. It's funny, because literally what I had written down was soup or leftovers. <laughs> I do the same exact thing. Yeah. Um I really just like my lunch again, also to be savory, something that's really balanced and filling. Lunch is my favorite time of the day. It's my favorite really? meal of the day. Okay. And so I like to do something that feels pretty satisfying and mm-hmm. filling.
0: Oh, and I wanted to ask you what time do you typically eat lunch?
1: So, usually, like right between 11 in like 12 30 i yeah. do not like eating like later than 12 30 yeah that's when i mean yeah we were, we were sitting down to eat here right about one thirty p.m that's pretty late and i was like i can't do this you yeah. know yeah um so yeah even when i worked um i worked at a hospital recently um, and I was like ready to eat lunch, at like 11, 30, 12. Yeah. And most people were like wanting to eat towards the afternoon. And I was like, I'll eat by myself then because <laughs> I need to eat lunch. Totally. When I need it.
0: Yeah. When I worked in an office too, it would always be me and my friend Emily. We would definitely be eating at like 11. And then now I'll have it like at 12, 1230. And if I'm at home, then Jason and I will eat together because mm-hmm. he works from home too. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Okay. Yep, yep. We
0: like the same. (laughs) Mm -hmm, I
1: know. How about dinner?
0: Ooh, so dinner, I love um, baked potatoes, like a baked potato or... Yum. Yeah. Or like a baked sweet potato. We Mm -hmm. usually mix them up. Mm -hmm. And we usually put stuff on top of it. So like my favorite combo right now is just... It's like... It's actually vegetarian. So it's um, black beans, broccoli, some corn, and then some like red pepper, um, chopped red pepper. And then you just put that on top and you season it with like that 21 seasoning Seasoning salute. salute. So good. So good. I Um, just finished
1: another bottle yesterday. Oh my God. (laughs)
0: That's funny. Um, and, or I'll put like Cholula on it too. And then I put a little bit of sour cream. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just chop it up and it's like messy potato bowl Yum. i love it sounds so good yeah or i'm a big fan of my crock pot i make something in it probably once a week it could be soup um, or chicken or like a shredded beef or mm-hmm. something tacos so yeah and it but the thing is like if i look back at like different all my meals for the day they're all based around simplicity mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not trying to make things complicated during right. the week
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. for sure yeah um so for me I have I've mentioned I have a new job. I think I mentioned it you but did. not really mentioned what I do, but I work with eating disorder clients mm-hmm. as well as people who have mental health or trauma related incidences that have maybe prevented them from eating regularly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so now my job I have more free time in the mornings and the night um go to work around lunchtime into like the really late evenings, like nine o'clock, 930. Mm -hmm. So I eat dinner with these people and I usually, you know, I'm bringing something very balanced. Um, I'll do a lot of like salads with cheese and crackers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll bring like chicken with a side salad and some bread, sometimes soup. Again, it totally varies. Um, but I have, I used to be really bad about eating dinner. I would like push it off until really late in the evening, but I like that I'm eating dinner right around like five or six with my clients. It gives me like some regularity and we also do like mindfulness exercises at the dinner that I lead. And so it really lets me think more about dinner and appreciate that meal during the day. So I appreciate them and appreciate that time that I have with them to share a meal. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dinner is actually like, it's a good time to kind of like reflect on the day and then you kind of, you wind down your day at the same time. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. And then how about snacks? How often do you do snacks throughout the day?
0: Mm, I will say it varies from day to day. There Mm -hmm. are some days where I will just eat three square meals Mm -hmm. and I don't really snack. I'll forget to snack. Um... And then dinner time comes and I'm, like, really hungry for dinner Mm -hmm. normally. Um, Other days, I'll snack on things like hard-boiled egg again. Um, I like apples and peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Love that combo. Uh, Cheese, always. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: That's kind of it, though. Those are, like, my main stays. And I think because they're so easy to grab. Yeah. Grab and, like, chop up and, like, Mm -hmm. dip or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. I love snacks. I usually, like... On a good day, not a day like today where we were running around, yeah. but I like eating about every two to three hours just to give mm-hmm. myself some like consistent energy mm-hmm. and um, variety. Mm-hmm. And so something that I've really been liking, thanks to you, is jerky. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, it's kind of jerky. So it's like- What kind is it? It's sold in the- nutrition bar aisle. Okay. I found them at Sprouts most recently, but it's a bar called Wild. spelled with an E at the end. I've seen those. Yeah. So I haven't noticed any like vegetarian protein ones, but Mm -hmm. they, the ones I've had are like a grass fed beef one and then like a chicken one and they're really good flavors like sweet Thai basil and like peach barbecue yeah so those are really small and I think there's like 20 grams of protein in each one no way yeah so it's just good for on the go it doesn't have to be refrigerated Mm. so that's nice and um I'll also do hard boiled eggs crackers and cheese maybe small salads because I'm obsessed with salads yeah raspberries or some cut up vegetables Mm -hmm. um just something that's really easy to grab and go Actually, now that I'm thinking back on, like, the episode we did with, like, to-go snacks. Yeah, I was going to say. Really similar to that, like, crackers right. and dips, like, yeah. really savory stuff. Yeah. What kinds of things do you drink throughout the day?
0: I drink water. So much water. I try to stay hydrated because that, it's easy for me not to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am typically have, like, I don't have a special water bottle for home, but I'll fill up my glass of, like, I don't know. It almost feels like ten times a day. <laughs> it yeah. feels like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fill it up. Um, when I'm out though, I always have a bottle with me. I love tea. I love teas so much. Like I love tea more than coffee for sure. Cause like different herbal teas. I think like the aroma. Um, some of them just have great flavors. Mm-hmm. Like a friend of mine just gave me this like lemon pie one.
1: Oh yeah, my God!
0: It smells like a lemon cream pie. It's crazy. It's good. So good, yeah. And I think like it's it's also kind of like my. I guess I would almost call that like it's not really a snack, but it's like my snack time where like I'm sitting and I'm like, I'm in the moment and I'm drinking a t- I'm drinking my tea and I. I don't know. It's just kind of meditative, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's relaxing. Um, like I'll probably have some tea after you leave today, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and then um, I'll have like the occasional coffee in the morning if I'm feeling like it.
1: Mm-hmm. I also drink so much water. Oh yeah. I go to the bathroom all day long.
0: Same. I feel like I'm always peeing. Yes. Either getting water or going to getting up to go pee.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and I will admit, I often have cravings for, like, very carbonated beverages, even though yeah. it gives me, like, a little bit of heartburn, you know? Yeah. Um, I love a good, like, bottled root beer, a cherry Coke, but I really, really urge myself away from these. Like, I rarely have them, but that doesn't mean that I'm, like, not craving them.
0: Well, they're really good, They, especially the really tasty, like... Oh, like a homemade like cherry something Mm -hmm. or root beer.
1: Yeah, and I know everyone hates the word mouthfeel, and like I kind of do too. (laughs) It's kind of cringy. Yeah, but like it's true. Like we're like genetically predisposed to like crave those like sweet things and the things that like feel good in our mouths. Which bubbly things (laughs) it does in your mouth totally do. Yep. How about maybe some occasional treats or desserts that you let yourself have?
0: Ooh. This is, like, my favorite question. (laughs) Um, I love – I'm a big donut fan. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. if I could have anything in the world that's sweet, it would be a donut, probably. Mm. So I love donuts from this place called Bosa Donuts here in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're everywhere. they're
1: cheap as dirt.
0: Super cheap. (gasps) And they're super fresh, like, all the time. You go in there, and they're just so fluffy and light and good and yum. So anyway (laughs) – Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also love getting ice cream with Jason. We love Sweet Republic here in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you been there?
1: So I haven't been there, but I remember one time someone posted a picture of something that I wanted desperately. It was like a green tea ice cream with like like a brulee marshmallow on top yes that's my favorite that looks amazing yeah
0: you gotta go they have a matcha tea um matcha green tea ice cream it's so good
1: y'all have to go when i leave yeah (laughs) and they make
0: their own marshmallows too Yum. yeah so that's definitely like a treat and i love but i love the experience of going there too because it smells good and then you i don't know it's just nice Mm -hmm. and then um jason always requests maybe like Mm, a couple times a month, I would say, like a non-doctored-up cookie.
1: So what does that mean?
0: <laughs> Usually means that I'm not adding, I'm not like substituting eggs for. Oh, got it. Know, like oil, or I'm not substituting eggs for like flax eggs, or I'm using ap- I'm not using applesauce flax instead of eggs. oil. You know, like crazy stuff that yeah. like we enjoy, you know, playing with.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he's like, can we just have like chocolate chip cookies? Got it. They're normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> so all of those, I would say, are my favorites.
1: Cool. (laughs) So for me, like for me, coffee is a very occasional treat. I love the way it tastes. um, But... I mean, I have it maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. Usually, once every few months. Like yeah. when AJ and I will go on vacation, it's like, oh yeah, let's like stop in a coffee go shop. Coffee. You know, yeah. It's definitely not like something I wake up to. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ recently has been getting like the cold brew coffee from Trader Joe's and adding like um, right. soy milk to it. In oh yeah, the they sell it in the bottles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they have like a decaf one if you need, and he likes that. Yeah. Um, I it's So it's at our house, but I never drink it. It's like if I want coffee, I want to like go out and get something. And so that's yeah. more occasional for me. I do like, it's this brand called Halo Top ice cream. We were talking about it earlier. And I love their flavors of black cherry and they have a pistachio. Those are the best ones I've tried. And it's like for a full pint, it's like around 250 to maybe like 280 calories. Mm-hmm. So if you ate the whole thing, I mean, it's... <laughs> Similar in calories to, like, what one serving of regular ice cream would be. Right. I think a pint has, like, four servings in it. Yeah. Um, I like those. I still try to keep them occasional so it just doesn't turn into a habit. Right. To turn to it, like, every night, you exactly, know? Exactly, yeah. Um. Things like chocolate chip cookies I make very occasionally because if they're around a lot, I know they're going to be something that is really mindless to eat for me.
0: Well, yours are damn good. They are. so
1: good. Refer to the intuitive eating episode for that recipe. They're seriously the best cookies ever. Mm -hmm. And then there's um, a local place in Tucson for ice cream. It's called Screamery. Ooh. Ice Screamery. And they use local ingredients and they have really delicious like lavender flavors, Ooh. like stuff you wouldn't really think of. Okay. And it's so good. Honeycomb, I think, is Ooh, one. Yum. Yeah. So those are really good. Very occasional. Erin, <laughs>
0: <Aaron, laughs> look at me. I'm looking at you.
1: Are there things that you try to eat more of? I try to
0: eat more vegetables because mm-hmm. it is innately hard for me to just saying, like I may be a dietitian, but I didn't really grow up eating vegetables. So it's been like a big like shift in my life of like learning how to cook them, finding ones that I like, mm-hmm. how to make them, blah, blah, blah. So I definitely try to play around with those a lot. It's, it helps though. Um, I try to find different flavors so that we don't get in like a rut of mm-hmm. the same old same old thing all the time. Um and then it's funny you said that you tend to like if there was a meal that you could like easily skip it would be breakfast. Mm-hmm. For me it's lunch mm-hmm. for some reason. I could have like a big breakfast and then like maybe have a snack later on in the day, but lunch is just not as important.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: most of the time I find myself like I don't want to finish what I'm working on or like If I'm out, sometimes I'll have like a lunch meeting with a client Mm
1: -hmm. and then I just
0: like forget about it, which is not good Mm because then I'm hangry later on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel you.
0: Those three things.
1: Interesting. It's funny because I wish and I'm trying to get more of a variety in fruits. Oh, okay. But I get a lot of vegetables. So I think that speaks to like our flavor preferences of like you're more of a sweet, I'm more of a savory. Mm -hmm. Again, breakfast, it like we said, is an easy meal for me to skip. Even since childhood, like even in I think junior high, into high school, like my mom would buy frozen bean and cheese burritos for me because I liked savory things. I didn't really like waking up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I had some low-grade narcolepsy going on that was undiagnosed. Right. So I couldn't wake up. exactly, And I would just eat them in the car on the way to school. Okay. You know? So that's still, honestly, like, if I could have a bean and cheese burrito every morning for <laughs> breakfast, I would not be upset about that. Right. <laughs> and I didn't put this down, um... But maybe also, like you said, just different flavors, like trying to not get in the red of things. Right. What about things you try to eat less of?
0: (laughs) Well, I definitely like that sweet. So I noticed that if there's like sugary candy around, Mm -hmm. um, or for like Christmas, for example, there was like stocking stuffers, candies, I will eat all of it <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally i'd like i don't know what happens so um yeah so definitely I'd try to eat less of that because i don't like how it makes me feel later on i'll have kind of like this like blood blood sugar spike mm-hmm. and then a crash and then i'm tired mm-hmm. it's terrible um plus there's a lot of insulin resistance in my family so i definitely don't want to contribute to that later on in right. life um i also try to eat less of when i am eating snacks try to eat less of the snacks when i'm bored yeah that happens a lot probably more frequently than i would like so i usually just try to like catch myself like if i'm hungry. I'll eat something, but I'll, like, really ask myself, like, what are you hungry for? Mm -hmm. What's happening? You know? Like, a little check-in. And then (laughs) I wrote uh, Cheetos. It's not like I eat them all the time, but, like, if they're here, like, take them away. Like, powerless. I
1: could do that, too. One of the things I wrote is, like, really starchy processed snacks. Like, chips and crackers, especially chips. Yeah! You can't stop at just one. No! And I could totally, I mean legitimately put down a bag of chips yeah and same thing be like I don't really know what just happened exactly like like the candies like that's really not so tempting for me yeah but if it's salty and crunchy oh good god I'm like (laughs) (laughs) help me yeah um yeah those can quickly be gone without me realizing it and something again that I didn't write down but I thought of is like it's really easy for me to be like, it'd be so easy to just go grab something. Oh, for sure. Not even like fast food, but like yeah. Korean food or something. Like yeah. I'm tempted to just go get like a really delicious soup from our favorite Korean place. And I'm like, no, like you have food here. Right. Make something. So sometimes it's just like my laziness that gets in the <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> I can att- I can totally attest to the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this leads into a big real talk question. Sometimes we eat a little bit too much of the things that we'd like to eat less of. Mm -hmm. So how do you cultivate self-compassion for the mistakes you make in eating?
0: Ooh, good one. (laughs) Um, First thing I try to tell myself is I am a real person with real feelings and real um, emotions. And there's things that happen during the day that can cause me to want something more than something else. Mm -hmm. Um, This was such a hard concept for me to grasp earlier in life, though. Like, I would get so down on myself and lead into this, like, self-loathing spiral. Mm -hmm. So to get out of that, then, I just try to do more of, like, mindfulness techniques. Like, I mentioned, like, tea is, for me, I enjoy the experience of it. And so for me, I appreciate that as more of, like, a hey, what's going on with yourself today? What have you done? Um, so I enjoy that as a technique, actually. Sometimes I'll just kind of figure out what am I actually hungry for before I'm eating something. Um, like I have opened up a package of something and then put it away because I'm like, mm, not feeling it. Like yeah. I don't know why I came over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I just try to stay positive with um, with how I'm doing and how you're just a normal everyday person, like I said, mm-hmm. and things happen. Um, and then also realize that life does not revolve around my eating habits. Mm-hmm. Like everything that I do is so much more important. And the f- relationships I have are so much more important than the food that I fuel myself. Cause honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Food it's is fuel. fuel.
1: Yep. And that's something we've talked about a lot on here. Yeah. I am the same. I think For myself and for others, it can be really easy to... When you have those uncomfortable feelings, whether it's you've eaten something more than you were hungry for... Or you get into that mode where you're mad at yourself because you're really overly yeah. hungry and now you think you're going to overeat. Yeah. Instead of like numbing out and trying to remove myself from those feelings, yeah. I say sit with this for a second. Like, yes. Be one with yourself. It's okay to have these feelings. They're going to pass. Right. These aren't forever feelings, whichever mm-hmm. end of the spectrum you're on. And I just say to myself like, okay, moving forward now is new. Right. Now is magical. You know, I'm not going to worry about the past. I'm not going to obsess about the future. I'm just going to focus on what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And something else that's been really big for me is I do occasionally have those moments where I'm reaching for food because I'm bored. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I am in kind of a down mood. Or I'm really happy. And while that's a part of normal eating and I know that, Mm -hmm. I'll still have these moments of like, gosh, I wish I wasn't doing this. I don't (laughs) understand why I'm doing this. But I also am able to say to myself like, okay, I understand I'm doing this and I can stop. Right. Um, something big that I talked about with my clients this last week was the idea about emotional eating being normal. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of them, it's like, I, how is that normal? We're trying <laughs> right. to get away from those behaviors. Mm-hmm. But what I've taught them is like emotional eating, again, is normal. What's not normal is abusing emotional eating. Oh yeah. Letting your feelings go straight to food. That there's no other solutions but the food. Right. And so that's what I try to tell myself too, is when I have those moments of I'm reaching for this and I know it's not because I'm physically hungry. Right. I can stop myself and say, Well, what are some other solutions? How else can I handle this emotion? Do I need to go draw? Right. Do I need to go on a walk? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go talk to somebody? Mm-hmm. And still understand that, like, food can be a solution and that that's okay, but you can't always turn to food as your comfort.
0: Yeah, not as a habit. Mm -hmm. That's so, that's powerful. And actually, I do remember one of the clients that I had this a couple months ago, we were working on this, exactly everything that you just said. And I remember her coming to me at our next appointment and saying that it was so... It was incredibly overwhelming. Like she felt like this incredible surge of energy when she just sat there and like actually listened to her feelings instead of opening the door basically into, we were working on a binge, mm-hmm. on a binge episode. And so for her, that was just so powerful, very raw, very emotional, but it was almost like the source of strength when she was able to like conquer so like, no, I'm in control and I don't have to, you know, fall into this habit of behavior that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel good in the long run. So mm-hmm. that's powerful.
1: Yeah, I think the common denominator through both of our answers is that you're not afraid to sit with your feelings yes. and check in with yourself <laughs> right. and do a little inventory. You need to. Yep. So before we get out of here... What do you think are your top tips for making sure your daily nutrition is a priority and maybe saves you time?
0: I try to fit this in with my clients all the time. Uh, we mentioned it, I kind of sprinkled it throughout what we just talked about, but I think we all might wish we had more hours in the day to prepare, you know, big, beautiful spreads of meals and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I always emphasize to people that home cooking really isn't, doesn't have to be fancy. Mm -hmm. Like you can eat things that are satisfying to you because you kind of just, you know, it's, it's good to just move on to the next thing that you want to do in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So take the time to figure out perhaps what those, what whole foods you really like, Mm -hmm. what satisfy you, what don't you like, and then play around with them. Like for me, liking vegetables is huge. So I have to play around with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that's a journey for me. Um, but I also think, you know, you, you have to check in with yourself, like don't eat, don't eat kale because someone told you to like it, you know, try it, see how you like it. And if you truly enjoy it, then go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe take the time at the beginning of the week to really see what's going on in your life. Um, figure out, are you home a lot? Are you out? Um, you got to plan for those unexpected things to happen. Perhaps Mm -hmm. it's time, perhaps it's pizza night and you didn't plan for pizza night or something. You know, you go out and you figure out, well, I'll have that and I'll be fine with it and life will move on.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. I think something I teach a lot to my eating disorder clients right now is that part of recovery is making sure your nutrition is built into your schedule, Mm -hmm. that you're able to kind of look ahead at the next day and say, okay, am I going to be running errands? Am I going to be away from home most of the day? Or even am I going to be home most of the day? Am I going to be around a lot of food? Um, And planning ahead so that you've got your snacks figured out and your meals, you understand what your proximity to food is going to be so you don't go hours and hours without eating. Or on the flip side, spend hours and hours around food that could lead to some mindless eating. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think taking time on the day that you do your grocery shopping to plan a couple staple meals for the week, because like you said, it would be nice to have a different spread every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always realistic. No. So if you plan like one to two things that are just going to be really satisfying that week that mm-hmm. sound good and then buy things that complement right. leftovers, Right. that's what I do. And it saves me tons of time, tons of money tons of energy
0: same yeah and just like having yeah if you prepare like a couple of um just like uh, maybe larger amounts of something and then you play around with that for the week
1: mm-hmm. so yeah well listeners we are finished with today's episode we made it through not too hungry <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully it's been recording well so thank you so much for joining us. As always, send us recipe suggestions, sends us, sends us, sends us things you want us to try. We love getting your comments and your emails. They make us feel popular. They do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa. Is there a monster truck outside your house?
0: Sounds like it. Wow. Sounds like Transformer. <laughs>
1: yeah. Bumblebee. Exactly. Isn't that the name of one of them?
0: It is, yeah. Or Optimus Prime. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh it's me next okay if you have questions um food or nutrition related or anything else or you just want to say hi because again it makes us feel popular we'd love to hear from you
0: (laughs) Uh, you can reach us many different places go to facebook.com forward slash table chat show like our page twitter and instagram both places we are at table chat show. You can also send us an email. Hey, at gmail.com or check out our website, tablechatshow.com, where you can find all of today's show notes. Um, for today's episode, complete with our recipe for the delicious quiche that we had Mm -hmm. and any links for anything we talked about. Um, Also, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and if you're feeling nice, we would love a review if you like our show. This helps other people find us, which means a bigger community and more friends for all of us to have.
1: Yes. So thanks so much for chatting with us around our kitchen table. Now go away, go live, go do your thing, and catch us next time on Table Chat, the show that's
0: no longer hangry. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) thank goodness. Yeah. Bye.
1: Bye. To check. No, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Really? Should okay. Because I'm afraid if I stop, if you stop it,
0: it, it'll okay. Right now it says it's working. It's working. Okay. Okay. Then we'll just go with it.
1: I don't know. Now I'm scared.
0: Well, let's just let's just stop it. Let's just. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that's a bitchy thing to say. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Wait, I... I'm gonna just re-record that. All right. So recently, we asked uh, some of our listeners. Well, actually, all of our listeners on yeah,
1: Facebook. So the sample size. Sample size.
0: <laughs> let's time, let's move on. I can't even talk.
1: I know. I My can't. brain is like still trying to process that I just nourished it. <laughs> I might need another piece. Go
0: for it. Like use the knife and
1: you know, <laughs> He's reminding me how. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the things I said when I was hungry. I'm happy it was still warm.
0: Seem. It's a first.
1: I didn't care as I bit into it, but it was a nice surprise. <laughs> <coughs> Let me start over. Okay. She says, <clears throat> normal eating is going to the... T- Let me try that again. <laughs> Wait, is he going to in the Furious 37 or whichever one is about to come out. <laughs>